0: Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and barrooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now, your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan, our co host. He is the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm just little old Congitos Carlitos, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And this week, we are going to back to our roots, back to the original Walt Disney World, back to the wonderful world we know as Orlando, to talk to you, our potential clients, partners, advisors about some great wonderful resorts at walt disney world we never i can't believe we've been doing the show for nearly four years and we haven't brought up this topic but uh we've done you know hotel reviews before but we never talked about the wonderful monorail resorts at walt disney world i mean we kind of have we've talked about them in the in the sense of
2: uh, kicking ass in the resorts draft, which all three of us lost, by the way. Uh, (laughs) uh, But uh, way to go, Bob. Um, But we've talked about them from that perspective, but you're right. We've never really broken them down individually on their own merits and and really gone through them uh, like we have with some of the other resorts.
1: You know, and and they're classics. Um, They're they're things that when we talk to clients, they say, you know, I want to stay in the parks. And when they say in the parks, they think about these three resorts. They don't realize that there's, you know, 28 resorts now, and that's just three of them um, that are nearby. But we're we're referring to the monorail loop. Um, We've talked about the monorail bar crawl, right? Stopping at each one of these hotels too at one of our drinking episodes. But we really wanted to get into the nuances and the likes of of those resorts. I think first, before we divide, divide ourselves and talk about them individually. Let's talk about what they all collectively have to offer. We know they're all deluxe resorts. We know they're all on the monorail, which is convenient, right? Because that monorail takes you to the Magic Kingdom. That monorail with a one-stop transfer takes you to Epcot. And that monorail is also a great way to hotel hop and visit the other places for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So just by them being there has some benefits. What are some of the other benefits of being at a deluxe hotel in that area?
2: I mean, you covered it. Show over. Great call, Carl. We're done. You know, that's it. No, Uh, that is the number one thing, right? And I always talk about this with clients is when you go to a deluxe resort on Walt Disney World property, you're really getting convenience more than anything else, So, you know, I don't want to paint that with too broad of a stroke because it is true that you're getting a massive amount of convenience, you know, from these resorts, uh, you can walk to Magic Kingdom, you can get on the monorail to Magic Kingdom, you can get on the monorail to Epcot, you can get off the monorail at Magic Kingdom and jump on a boat and go over to Wilderness Lodge. Um, You know, you can, there's a lot of things that you can do in that area that you can be self-contained in that area for a week and really feel like you've had enough to do. Um, there's very few areas in Walt Disney World property, there's maybe one other area I can think of where you can really feel that way, Um, but you're doing it with the two most popular, well, two of the most popular parks there. Everybody visits Magic Kingdom, you know, and what I like about it too is Magic Kingdom, if you're not staying on the monorail loop, or if you're not staying at Wilderness Lodge, it's the farthest bus ride you're going to take, because it's so, it's if you, look at magic, if you look at Walt Disney World on a map, Magic Kingdom is way up north and everything else is way down south, but all east to west, you know, and there's just a bunch of swampland in between.
1: Um, and I'm going to drill down on what you just said a little bit more specifically about great advantages for being at, at these three resorts. Um, it's great for opening or closing the Magic Kingdom, Right. If you're a rope drop person, you want to get in early, it's easiest mm-hmm. to get there, right? Or if you want to close the parks or the fact that you're in deluxe hotels and sometimes you get extra hours of magic in the evenings. Um, or if you're, you know, seasonal and doing some of the parties, it's great being that close. So opening or closing the parks, they're fabulous for, you know, it's along that line of closing parks. They're fabulous because you get great views of the evening nighttime fireworks spectacular without going into the park it's fun it's fun to watch them because all the resorts pipe in the music so you still get the 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 sound effects and the music as you watch it across um seven seas lagoon um so that's sort of another benefit that's the kind of things that i think you know our listeners don't really understand the benefits of being right there john can you think of some more that are you know general you know, those, you know, those views of the Magic Kingdom, I talk about fireworks are obviously there in the day, right? Great views. Other things are the benefit of being, uh, being there?
3: I mean, the theming of a lot of these resorts is top notch. Um, I mean, we've touched on all these resorts before, but theming alone, um, definitely helps just what, what you're getting. I mean, it's not even just these resorts, but Disney resorts in general, but it you just feel like you're at a higher tier when you step on these deluxe properties. I mean, it's, it's that higher, I don't know, it, it's just, it's a totally different vibe. I find when you're on the, on the deluxe resort properties, it's, it's almost like, you know, you're at Disney and you know, you're, you're on a really nice property. That's got really nice views, really nice, pretty much everything. Um, as simple as that sounds.
1: One of my favorite things that these three hotels have um, and very few other hotels have um it's been an institution for there forever since the the parks opened and i think it just got a revamp for the 50th is the electrical water pageant Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: love that free show that it's kind of a surprise it's not advertised people don't know about it but you kind of stumble across it across it if you're in these hotels like what the heck is that synthesized music coming off the water and all of a sudden whoa you know, it's not something you, you, you tell people about, but it's a, it's a nice extra.
2: I just stepped off the monorail and I'm in the 1980s. What just happened? You know, <laughs> how do you feel when you see the electric water pageant? And, and yeah, I mean, on top of uh, all that you get, like you talked about with being able to see the fireworks, it is an added thing. It's, it's what I was saying before is that like, it's one more thing that you can do on property that makes you feel like you don't need to leave to go somewhere else to enjoy yourself um and it is fun to do it's it's you know the kids if you're on the beach in the Polynesian and you're waiting for it to come by you know the kids are like all right what the hell are we doing here and then they're playing on the beach and it's like whoa what is that that's super cool you know and it is something that sticks with you I remember it from being a kid you know and I remember it being there and I remember the first time as an adult going on the monorail and going by and seeing where they house them and be like, Oh man, it's still there. That's so cool. You know? Yeah. Um, so it is, it is, it's, it's extra, extra stuff. Extra stuff is what they do really well with deluxe resorts, you know? Yeah.
1: And, and yeah. I think these particular, because they're ingrained in everyone's mind is important. We talked about, you know, the monorail pub crawl going through, but in general, how easy it is to get to those three properties by boat or for by monorail it makes it great if you want to try dinner somewhere else look if you're sick of you know american food at the contemporary and you want to go out for polynesian one night it's an easy boat rider monorail to get over there and have dinner or or breakfast or or lunch there right so that's a great uh that's a great take you know if you had to treat yourself um, to a very expensive meal over at the Grand Floridian, you can jump over from one of the other two hotels to do that. So that variety, a variety of there, and by the way, they're so close, you can also escape the Magic Kingdom for lunch and go and have lunch at one of those hotels with an adult beverage, you know? And maybe, the, maybe you do that while you're going to your own hotel after the Magic Kingdom and letting your kid have a nap. Or a visit by the pool and you're having an adult beverage so
2: don't so, leave your kid for a nap in their room though while you leave to go to another hotel
3: unless <laughs> your kid is of
2: age where that <laughs> okay. we're not, we're, wow. not we're, we're we're functioning alcoholics on this show but we're not advertising anything like that
1: oh that reminds um, i just had a flashback to something i happened to my kids but no never mind uh
2: that explains so much <laughs> <laughs> it really does
1: but no seriously you know people talk about when you have little kids taking a break in the middle of the day if you're at the magic kingdom and you want a quick hour two hour break that's really tough if you're going to port orleans right but if you're just a quick boat rider or a monorail, you're there in five to 15 minutes then you can do it or if
2: Or if you're at the Contemporary and you literally, it's a 10 minute walk from Magic Kingdom. And that's the thing that I think people miss out too, is they're like, well, why would I want to, you know, stay there if Magic Kingdom's further away? And I'll tell you why, is because you can do two days at Magic Kingdom. You know, you don't do two days at really any of the other parks. You can, I have, it's enjoyable, but you need two days to do all of Magic Kingdom. So it makes more sense to stay close in that perspective, especially when that is your longest bus ride of the day. Uh, or of the week um but yeah it's a huge perk for for that um another
1: so i think we've covered the generalities and we all talked about deluxe resorts and these are all three deluxe have those benefits before let's go to the properties themselves and there's no one better in the world let alone this podcast to talk about the contemporary hotel than our own ryan fink ryan
2: well thank you carl um, so I could think of one guy, and it's the guy who kicked our butts in the in the in the, in the uh, um, draft for resorts. But but besides him, yeah, I'll take it. Um, contemporary is where I grew up, you know. Contemporary is where I went. Uh, I've been several times as an adult. You've really got two areas, well, three areas now, technically, to the contemporary, right? You have the main A-frame building. That's where everybody. That's what everybody knows. You know, the A-frame is where the monorail runs directly through the building. Uh, that's what makes me smile, that's what makes me nostalgic at Disney, is waking up and looking down and seeing the train come in. Those rooms are, you know, amongst the most pricey rooms that you're going to find, uh, especially if you do the fireworks view, which is, you know, facing the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but those view those rooms are also some of the coolest rooms that you're going to find. Uh, they were just re-themed after the Incredibles, which I think is a really, you know, it's gotten some mixed reviews, but for me, it's pretty tame, you know. It's not like they went overboard with the theming uh, and made it crazy. And um, the internet's a buzz about it, but everybody I've talked to, or every client that I've sent there, has really enjoyed those rooms. Um, so that's that's a big plus. Um, so that the main name frame, it, it's a little weird because you know it's it's kind of narrow. So you do a lot of escalators or elevators going up and down floors um you know the bottom floor is where you're going to find a coffee shop and you're going to find uh you know your your check-in area and your lobby um and then that's where you can walk out and go to the pool as well which is a mickey shaped pool and then you've got a nice slide a nice uh sandbar um uh bar out there the pool honestly of of the monorail resorts it's my least favorite uh, of the pools um but the but that's pretty pretty much the only thing I'm going to tell you that's my least favorite about that resort. Everything after that, you've got a great bar and lounge, which is the Outer Rim Bar and Lounge, not to be confused with the Outer Rim drink at Galaxy's Edge um, uh, at Oga's Cantina. You know, that's overlooking the Magic Kingdom, so you can sit and have a drink and watch the fireworks from behind the windows there. Uh, you've got Chef Mickey's, which is super popular and famous for, for having the Fab Five uh you know all there for for character dining all donned in their chef outfits um it's really cool to look down and not only see the monorail but in the morning but to see you know mickey and pluto walking around with chef hats on first thing in the morning like that's the way you wake up as a kid and you're in disney world that's just like mind blown immediately days over you don't even need to do anything else uh so that's really cool um the huge mural on the wall is amazing and it's a staple of it uh, uh as well um but then you have the then you have the um california grill uh on the top level as well which is if not the best dining on disney property definitely top three uh you know maybe topolino's is better now it's that's up for debate but it's still considered pro- premier dining um and then on the basement, you do also have Steakhouse 71 as well now, um, which, is, which is also f- fantastic. It used to be the wave. So there's a lot going on in this narrow building. Um, I just threw a lot of word salad at everybody. So hopefully everybody caught that, right? But there's a lot going on in this narrow building that's just amazing to think about. Um, and you don't even need to go outside. If it's raining outside and you're trying to get to Magic Kingdom, you don't even need to go outside. You just walk in the building, you go right to the monorail, boom, you're there, you know? Uh, so that's pretty cool.
1: John, was I right when I said no one better to talk about contemporary or what?
2: Yeah,
3: dead, dead serious. Uh, Ryan is now the new spokesperson for the uh, contemporary. Uh, whenever, I need, whenever I need to push it on the client, Ryan, I'm calling you.
2: Well, I can take it a step further for you, John. If you go outside of the garden wing rooms, right, outside of the, uh, outside of the main A-frame, and the garden wing rooms are going to actually provide you a better price point um, but what's cool about the garden wing rooms is they're actually bigger than the A-frame rooms. It's kind of a little known fact, but the rooms are actually bigger um, and they're also very comfortable. Uh, the, that building is also very narrow and the, ha- the hallways make a fat guy claustrophobic, but once you get into the room, the rooms are beautiful uh, and really large. So if you're, if you're somebody who likes a little bit of extra space, um, those are some of the most spacious rooms in all of Disney World. Um, so that's another great spot for you. Um, but then you, of course, you also have Bay Lake Tower next door, which is a DVC property, but that's not quite a monorail.
1: Well, I think that's important to announce too, that now all three of these properties all have these DVC and the villas to them yeah. too, right? You're just talking about space and larger rooms. So if if that's a requirement too, those options do exist, right? Yeah. So depending on the time of year, tough to get, but uh, but they're there and they're available. So if you need capacity I know I've had clients that need capacity and want to be close to the magic Kingdom uh, one two and three bedroom villas uh, sleeps up to 12 adults so
2: the three bedroom villa is a game game changer because there's not many of those on Disney property so uh, the three bedrooms for the large parties or people who just really like space uh, that those are hard to get you got to be ready for those right when they open and you know your MVP can definitely help you with that but uh, but if you get them, you know, those are those can be major game changers for large families.
1: It's great. Yeah, I think you covered that well. Another thing that's common, especially in the contemporary, but all of the properties is that, you know, you have access to um, activities on Seven Seas Lagoon or Bay Lake, right? Contemporary has both. Yeah. You get access to both of them there. So, I mean, we did the uh, dudes fishing trip, right? And the, the boats will launch from any of these three hotels. Uh, And we also, um, there's, you can take uh, different firework cruises and other activities. And in addition to the launches that will take you back and forth to the Magic Kingdom and to the other hotels as an alternative service. So activities on the water, um, you know, they're not as many as there used to be, but it's still great, great proposition at these properties for everything you get. And again, I think these three things are Disney at its best, John. Of the remaining two properties, which one would you like to speak about?
3: So I can speak about the uh, the Polynesian. It's it's been quite a long time since I personally stayed there, but it is probably my favorite of uh, the remaining that are on the loop here. Um, The Polynesian, think of it like a tropical vacation, to put it nicely. It is such a peaceful experience when you walk in that lobby you literally feel like you've gone to the south pacific and you're nowhere near a theme park um it is just it is just a vibe that you can't describe at any other disney hotel it really truly is incredible um but anyways right when you uh, check into that lobby um, within the lobby, uh, upstairs on the second floor, you've got the uh, the monorail station, which puts us here on the loop. Um, you've got uh, Kona Cafe and Ohana, which are uh, the two uh, restaurants that uh, the Polynesians is known for. Um, Ohana being a uh, family-style, um, all-you-care-to-eat restaurant uh, character meet-and-greets, um, which is probably one of the better uh, ones in the area. Um, and then you've got uh, Kona Cafe, which is well known for their uh, Tonga Toast. Um, it is um, basically stuffed French toast. It is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, once uh, once you're done through there, you, uh, you step right outside and then you have a um, spot right smack dab right when you walk outside the main lobby where you can get uh, the famous pineapple Dole Whip, which I know Ryan loves so, so, so much. Um, With yes. booze in it, yeah. <laughs> well, you put booze in it, anybody's gonna love it, but yeah, I'm just, well, I'm just talking about virgin.
2: That's a different ball game. That's not Magic Kingdom Dole Whip, that's Polynesian Dole Whip.
3: <laughs> um. Anyways, moving on from there, Um right on the side of that same uh, part of the building you do have your um your uh quick service uh kind of grab and grow area and uh our favorite place um Trader Sam's um it you you can't go wrong with that i mean it's not it's it, it's not the same as uh on the west coast but it's still pretty damn good um
2: i have my yeah. you can't see it if you're, if you're definitely not if you're listening on the podcast but if you if you uh ever get to see our video boys i'm showing you above my ear here is my trader sam's shipwreck uh souvenir mug that i bought uh on the west coast uh the other day so oh good time there we go, there we go. 50 dollars for
3: that bad <laughs> hey there we go there it is <laughs> uh moving moving on from there uh after we hit up uh trader sam's and carl is stumbling and falling uh falling over as usual no no i'm
1: just i'm just just gonna let you leave i'm gonna stay there i'm not gonna stumble i'll just keep i'll just sit right there on that stool Passed out on the
2: stool is different than stumbling.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah,
3: there, there, there's a big difference to that.
1: As we leave
2: Carl behind... Daddy, can we go to Magic Kingdom now? No, I'm
3: on the stool. Leave me alone. No, I'm st- I've still got four more left to go.
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry, let's be realistic. Grandpa, can we leave and go to Magic Kingdom now?
1: <laughs> Ohana means family, kid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Moving on, uh, back, uh, back over at the resort, uh, once we leave... Uh, Trader Sam's we come out to the uh, the pool area um, that's got a, a very nice uh, Polynesian uh, themed uh, area uh with uh, the usual bar and all that fun stuff um if we keep walking down that path uh, we end up at the uh, beach uh right next to uh seven Seas Lagoon and uh with uh within that view we can see the um the the bungalows that um, are very popular and famous for the Polynesian. These guys are extremely popular and extremely hard to get. Um, so if you ever get the ability to get your hands on one of these, do it. It's a multiple bedroom um, stay. You've got, again, a bungalow right over the water. Great views of the fireworks over at Magic Kingdom. It's got the perfect 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 view um to see the fireworks the music's piped in to your bungalow directly um it, it's just it's just awesome um moving back back kind of backtracking a little bit back over by the um uh by the pool and everything uh on the opposite side of that you've got all your um your water sports stuff kind of to be able to go rent the boats, all that you also have your uh, boat transportation over to the Magic Kingdom that way. Um, and then from there, you've got uh, kind of your different uh, rooms, uh, the different areas. Um, again, this resort is just it's it's a totally different vibe from the contemporary, but it is one that it's well worth the stay. They've been recently renovated. Um, there's uh, Moana theming it it is just it is awesome if you can stay there you you definitely want to stay there
1: yeah it's great property right one of all-time favorite probably one of the most requested uh, of the three monorail uh, if, resorts
2: if not of all the resorts I, yeah. you know, Polynesian might be the most requested resort period on Disney property
1: yeah it's just uh, the iconic place and um, I think we've all had fond memories of of being there staying there going to eating there uh and john you know you do too so which leads the last property uh for me to describe it's the grand floridian resort and spa uh, i've had the pleasure to get to
3: the uh, top hat there uh mccain to uh, walk in the resort with
1: hi ho uh i've been there twice uh once when i proposed to my lovely bride back then the hotel was relatively new and uh, and then um and 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 since then look at the the architecture on this just feels like florida um it's reminiscent of the flagler estates uh during the uh, the robber barons and train development in florida uh if you've ever been to the coronado springs hotel in San Diego um, it's it's remnant of that the, it, the architecture is just magnificent on it, it does feel grand when you walk into that initial lobby. Um, and it's got you know nine out of 10 times when you walk in there there's a live pianist playing on a concert piano it just feels good to walk in there it's got an aroma a smell to it fresh cut flowers it just feels like a special resort it has all the benefits of a deluxe resort um but i think you know of the three properties it's probably got a little bit more exquisite dining and if you're going to go to the high-end hotel and get that that vibe and that feel i think um the dining pays a big part of it um Again, the room types, again, was built a little later, so they're a little larger than some of the other rooms that you're there. And they do have the villas uh, available as well. Uh, A nice patch of beach. Uh, The pools are substantial. Uh, They're not the most creatively themed, but there is a nice long um, water slide on one of them that you can take advantage of, and a a great little pool bar. They do all the typical things a deluxe resort will do with the campfire activities, the movies under the stars, um, cabanas, the boat rentals, the fishing, all of that good stuff, specialty cruises, but they also, um, do have a full service spa. So if you wanted to rejuvenate a little bit and get massages or body treatments, you know, uh, it's a, it's a great way to uh, relax or your significant other can, can go get the full Petty Manny while you cozy up to a couple of nice bars and, uh, and have yourself an adult beverage. So it, it does offer that. It also does offer, I just will mention briefly, one of the few uh, bibbity bobbity boutiques. So you don't have to go into the park to enjoy that. Uh, it's there uh, when it's fully operational. But the dining, I think, is one of the things, that, in addition to the kind of the, the white glove amenities that you get there, that's important. Um, lots of choices. Um, Citricos is uh, very nice. It's uh, it's now been revamped and rethemed to uh, Mary Poppins Returns. So it's got a little bit of a whimsical setting there. Um, the uh, uh, the Gasparilla Island Grill is sort of the all-inclusive lunch, dinner, breakfast kind of joint, uh, love beaches, the poolside bar, good cocktails there. Um, there's another uh, courtyard pool bar that's second, you can kind of walk through if you're even a guest at the hotel, kind of walk through and grab a drink there to walk around the, um, the scenery. We've talked about 1900 Park Fair. That's the, where there is generally a, a large breakfast, brunch or dinner that's usually themed with characters very animated, very loud, um, but the the real places to go for um, for dinner, in addition to Citricos, is Narcusis. So Narcusis, we've talked about before, really great, fresh Florida seafood as well as imported New England seafood. Great views, great place to see the fireworks show. They pipe the music in on the deck. Um, even a great little bar that you can cozy up to if you didn't want the full uh, full service. You know, the Enchanted Rose is now a themed bar, um, which is very popular and good cocktails. It's themed to Beauty and the Beast. But I think the bar at Narcosis and the restaurant there really make it worthwhile. It, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about um, the, uh, you know, creme de la creme of all those places, which is Victorian Albert's. So the only five star, only one of two five star restaurants in all of Florida. Uh, you do have to get dressed up to this restaurant. You do need reservations. It is an experience. It's a three to four hour experience. It's not a quick meal. So it would definitely be an event type of thing. And um, you have uh, some wonderful dining experiences, including the uh, the chef's table and a tasting table. So lots of options there. If you're really a foodie, a good place to be. And it it's fits there, Right. Um, You know, they do also have a tea room. They do have Citrico's Lounge, which is nice, too, and relaxing. Um, So there's plenty of places to to grab an adult beverage um, with a little class, you know, as uh, Professor Leisure would say, pickies up at the Grand Floridian when you're having a a cocktail. Um, So a lot to offer at that. It is now extended a walkway to the Magic Kingdom, so you can actually walk, which you couldn't before. Um, It's a bit of a longer walk than from the contemporary. So I'd recommend jumping on the monorail for one stop or jumping um, on a a launch. Uh, But a a wonderful place, appropriately themed to Florida since you're in Florida. And it has all the amenities that we've talked about um, throughout the deluxe resorts and certainly around the... uh, the resorts that are uh, on the monorail loop which is today's topic the other thing i will mention briefly there is it is home to uh the signature wedding pavilion so you know if you were to plan a uh exchange of vows or a renewal of vows that's the iconic place to have it there in the wedding pavilion which is um just across the bridge uh and part of the grand floridian property um certainly one of the uh high bro hotels but certainly worth every penny for the the value that you get and the luxury that you get there so that that's a little overview of uh the three resort hotels on the monorail loop that we think are wonderful deluxe properties that we're happy to to talk to you about and um ourselves or your favorite mvp can help you book your next disney trip and it will be memorable there is there anything we've left out gentlemen uh, about these wonderful properties at the walt disney world resort uh
3: one thing i'll say is again i mentioned this kind of before these properties are awesome um don't don't skimp on staying here if you want to do it in your budget cost, all that makes sense to do it, do it. Going to Disney is an experience. And by staying at these hotels, resorts, it's only going to sweeten the experience and it's going to make you want to come back for a lifetime. So really, really enjoy these hotels and resorts on this loop because they are... Like no other resorts that Disney has to offer.
2: I'll build on that just a touch to say um, the most common misconception I have with clients is when a client says to me, It's just a place to lay your head, right? Not at Disney, it's not. There's a difference between all star sports and the Grand Floridian. Uh, you know, it's not just a bed, it's you're going to have resort time. I don't care if you plan on doing parks every single time, every single day. You're going to want to spend some time at your resort. And there is a massive difference in the quality of what you get and the convenience of what you get in these resorts. You're on vacation. You're going to be exhausted
1: because you're at Disney. Make sure you enjoy your resort time. There you have it. Advice from the pros at Dudes Dish Disney on wonderful resorts along the Monorail Resort Loop at Walt Disney World. Later, Dudes. Later, Dudes. Later, Dudes.
0: Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish please visit our sponsor magic vacations at magicvacations.net more than just a travel agency magic vacations has over 60 magic vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service using a magic vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details for all of your disney universal cruise and global travel go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel.